About 20 years ago, historian Lou Weimer bought a collection of old negatives from a longtime photographer in Willow Springs. The negatives were each 4 by 5 inches from an antique large-format camera. And one negative in particular made Weimer gasp. It was a photograph of an older gentleman standing in front of a harp. That's right, a harp, as in... The historian in Weimer thought, hmm, we didn't have harpists in northern Howell County. We had fiddlers and we had guitar players, but I've never heard of a harpist, so that, that was a mystery to me. A mystery he filed away with his other archives for two decades, until he and another historian in Willow Springs were exchanging stories. And he gave me a, a folder of newspaper articles, and as I was looking through them to see if anything would interest me, lo and behold, here is that same photograph that appeared in the uh, Willow Springs Republican newspaper in night in the early 1930s. There was the man, poised and serious, standing next to a tall, beautiful harp. And the local newspaper from the early 30s had a caption to go with the picture. It says, Joe Arell, Willow Springs man, is shown with a harp, 634 years old, which was one of the prize winners at an American Legion Heart of the Ozarks reunion here recently. Before long, Weimer found an obituary for Mr. Arrell. In fact, I think his obituary mentioned that he was a, a prodigy, and he was. He was, at a very young age, he was this uh, world-class harpist. Then he found some old newspaper clippings, and an amazing story began to emerge. I, I found out that uh, he's got a very unusual story. Uh, he actually was uh, named Joseph Antonio Zotarelli. So he was an Italian, uh, lived in Italy, and it uh, turns out that in the late 1860s, P.T. Barnum was touring Europe and hunting for world-class musicians, and he recruited this young man when he was in his teens, along with his brother, who played a clarinet, to be part of his greatest show on earth. Old playbills and posters advertising P.T. Barnum's famous circus confirmed there were world-class musicians, along with the biggest, the most amazing, the oldest of wonders, superlatives galore. Weimer didn't know how Arell ended up in the rural Ozarks or what became of his harp but he could confirm this. He's got this extended family. He had eight children, a lot of grandchildren, great-grandchildren. So we should disclose that the harp you're hearing is not the music of Joseph Zotarelli, who changed his name to Joe Arell when he became a naturalized citizen. But it is another young harpist, my daughter, who volunteered her talents without too much prodding. I reached out to harp experts across the country to ask them about the instrument in the old photograph. Lion and Healy Harps in Chicago took one look and said it wasn't 600 years old, but it was old. Arell's harp appears to be a Naderman harp from France in the 1700s, the type commissioned by Queen Marie Antoinette. I wanted to find Joe Arell's descendants to see if they knew more. U.S. Census records led me to Arell's death certificate, which led me to old city directories and, to make a long story short, to Facebook. Finally, a phone call to the West Coast. Mr. Arell? 
Hello. Oh, yeah. Hi, uh, uh, Mr. Arell. Yes. Hi, it's Jennifer Moore. With Ray Arell is the CEO of a consulting firm in Oregon. Joseph Antonio um, was my great-grandfather. Turns out, according to family oral history and documents, P.T. Barnum was traveling through Italy, recruiting talent from the old country in the 1860s. He was a fan of Italian opera, Arell says. Joseph Zottarelli was the tender age of 12. And according to his descendants, the young musician did not join the circus by choice. At the time, Italy's economy was stagnant, and times were hard for many Italians. That may have played a role in the decision his parents made that would alter the trajectory of their son's path forever. His parents uh, worked a deal with P.T. Barnum, and which translated to essentially an, an indentured servant to sign up for a number of years to work for P.T. Barnum. Um, he was brought over to the U.S. Ray Arell says his great-grandfather likely performed in P.T. Barnum's home for lavish parties and also in the circus orchestra. And during that time, um, he got past the period in which that he was supposedly to work for P.T. Barnum, and P.T. Barnum didn't want to let him go. And so at the time, from what I gather, this was someplace near Missouri or, or, or near um, one of the, the, the routes that typically P.T. Barnum was traveling on, and he decided to run away from uh, P.T. Barnum. Instead of running off to join the circus, Joe Arell ran away from it, and he somehow managed to take his beloved harp with him. Almost overnight, he went from performing underneath gilded chandeliers trying to find a roof over his head. He was likely in his 20s, living in hardscrabble poverty somewhere in Missouri, when he met a young woman who worked at a local restaurant. Again, here's his great-grandson, Ray Arell. Uh, from what I understood from my, my Aunt Vera, um, she felt a little sorry for him, you know, because he was a little bit down and out, and she sort of fell in love with him, and they, they got married. Ray Arell says his great-grandfather harbored some resentment toward his parents for selling him into indentured servanthood. Number one, uh, he, he told all of his children that we're, we're not speaking Italian. Uh, we're going to speak English. We're, in, we're, we're living here in the United States, and um, plus, um, I don't like my parents. Kind of slipped out. Do you know what happened to the harp? Yeah, that's a tragic story. Um, like most family heirlooms, you know, I think family members don't fully anticipate or understand um, how to protect such instruments. And it ended up uh, in a basement of one of my cousins, and they had a flood, and that harp unfortunately didn't survive the flood. Joe Arell and his wife Martha lived a long life together with a heavy focus on family. They tilled the soil and raised livestock. And for Joe's 72nd birthday in 1928, his family surprised him with a birthday party, according to an article in a Willow Springs newspaper. That article says the harp had been in his family for seven generations and that Arell had refused, quote, many fabulous sums offered by manufacturers of stringed instruments for it. 
it was his um, signature piece. It was, you know, something that he loved. immigrant harpist turned farmer Joe Arell, formerly Joseph Zottarelli, died in 1936 and is buried near his little patch of freedom in the rural Ozarks. For KSMU's Sense of Community series, I'm Jennifer Moore in Willow Springs, Missouri.